Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raw Talks podcast with me, Sarah, together with Simba and Mark from Living with the Spirit. And we are here to offer you raw and real conversations about physical, emotional and spiritual transformation. We are specialized in regulating the nervous system, somatic work, energetics, shadow work and deep and unique body work. Our purpose here today is to share our journey and our teachings with conscious leaders just like you and to unlock anything that is holding you back from living a life of freedom and purpose. We are truly grateful and honored to have you with us and let's explore. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Raw Talks podcast with our teacher Luhan Matus. Hello, Luha. Hello, my beautifuls. So today we are following up a little bit about the personal power that we spoke about in a previous episode, and we're taking it to the next level this time. So what what is it? You spoke a little bit about personal power being confused with um, devotion, that it's really about devotion. It's not about power. It's about devotion. Yeah, when you become absolutely heartfelt and, and open to the universe ebbs and flow or, or open heart consciousness, um, something from the universe or, or God consciousness or cosmic consciousness comes in and advises you or shows you what you need to do next, how you meant to feel. And this, this is an opening of, of eternity into our, into our biofield, <clears throat> which is not a personal power, it's our devotion which opens that up. So the so the so the power we obtain, the information we obtain uh, through through recognizing this and trans transmitting this is the power of the universe using as a conduit, and we submit to that. And um, if we say we've got personal power, we can't submit to that because our own personal power blocks it. So in a lot of cases, personal power has got to do with a hormonal process. When the hormonal process diminishes, um, an individual realizes when they get ultra like me <laughs> realizes that. Um, that that what is really substantiated through the calming of the whole system is the, is the opening of the universe coming into you because of your loving devotion toward that. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, with the, with the universal consciousness or the God consciousness, and you say that you expand yourself and that you open up and that you receive information about what your next step is. What, can you expand on that? That sounds. Um, okay. I mean, it feels like something that you can, that I kind of know, but finding out that okay. it's real is. Yeah, this this is really interesting because when you when you open up on on your on the level of your feeling, and you become delicate like the like the petals of a flower, every single movement um, is is kind of oscillating like this inside of you, mm -hmm. and the and the wind is represented by the intentions or the or the. Um, or the ebbs and flows of the environment uh, uh, beckoning you to notice uh, this this very very delicate communication, and with human beings, it's obviously a little bit more a little bit more more movable. Like this, it's a, it it moves things inside of you like waves, and then then these waves have have certain information which flow back to the to the to the to the person in question in terms of um, embracing that person with the with the love and tenderness of the of the input of that information coming into an empty space and then revealing itself into the circumstances as a as a um, <clears throat> transmission uh, through the sound of the voice 
Mm. Yeah. And the way this um, way this it actually operates is that um, you you say, well, you you have a you have a, a normal human mind which is which is full of an internal dialogue. Now, if the internal dialogue is is situated by putting the 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 focus of your ears externally, and this is a meditation technique actually, externally put the put the um, listening to the external environment, and then you pop two balls on this. So that you imagine you're just holding your your peripheral um, ability to listen on these two balls, and then you stay there. Um, the ears can't go back in; they can't go back in to chatter with the internal dialogue. <clears throat> so it destroys the the social mind completely straight away. But there's more to this meditation anyway, because there are two balls coming out the front, two balls going up this way, and a big um, round ball in front of your chest, and and a and a um, a bag of gold coins in your lower dantian for the weight and the richness of that to appear in terms of this meditation. But <clears throat> so when the when the ears are externalized, the, the mind becomes very, very quiet. So then so then the, the the true mindfulness or the true the true mind stream uh become becomes aware of something vast and something very, very big. And it um, becomes all encompassing. So the way this occurs is that the is the eyes um uh, lock uh, the universal universal mind, or the or the true mind stream, uh, via the eyes looking inwardly, ninety eight percent. As they're looking inwardly, ninety eight percent, they anchor the the true mind stream, which is very very universal, very very um, voluminous. <clears throat> as as this occurs, you know that your eyes are looking at the world, but you're but you're more looking internally. And as you look internally, you, the eyes are the windows, uh, the windows of the heart, truly. So even though you you you're looking in internally, you go you go through your empty mind, and your eyes anchor anchor the uh, the possibility of of the true mind stream uh, to be to be located in a very very high the heavenly realm, which is your which is your upper sphere, and then the then the the eyes um, retract past the mind into the heart, so the heart actually anchors uh, the mind stream. So that when you see a Buddhist person walking or a monk walking, he's got one hand in front of him. This is Buddha's palm. <clears throat> so, so, so the the technique is that they watch from from here two percent, and then the heart represents the Buddha's palm represents the the capacity of the heart to anchor the eyes uh, deeply inside of the the frame of this loving essence. And then uh, anything that comes through the eyes bounces on the heart, goes to the root of the tongue, and gets spoken through the trachea, and the trachea is represented by silence. And and the mind is silent. So then, so then you're um, if you've got an internal dialogue, you can't really listen to what you're saying because you'll be there'll be conflict between the thought forms and and what comes up in your throat. So the the, the social mind has to be has to be totally um, eradicated by putting your your ears externally. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when this occurs, uh, the the heart can can receive somebody else's feelings like this, and that bounces from the heart. And goes into your throat. As it goes into your throat, you are externally bound by your ears, so you listen to what you're saying. So you're listening to the prospect of the person's intention coming toward you, and this is this is uh, an advanced uh, method of communication that we've lost. This, this that has, I believe has been here for thousands of years, but we've just forgotten it. So so when the other person's feelings come in, and as long as you're empty, so empty that you all your wind channels are, are clear, you'll know that it's not you. So then you then you represent that and you're surprised at what you're saying. 
And the tenderness of the heart and the openness of the heart will represent the other person's uh, vibratory essence coming into you to be resolved uh, through communication. And the frequency of the voice will have a certain tone in it. And that certain tone will, will be very, very calming, very, very beautiful. It's like um, Simba said, I went into, the, went into my group and uh, I had these beautiful collisions and I knew he was experiencing the same thing, you know. He said, I'm rubbing off on him, but he's rubbing off on me. He's so beautiful, you know. So it's, um, I know you guys love me and call me your teacher, but you're, you're my family, really. So uh, I believe this is, we all have to gather family members, family members around us. So that family members are truly, truly in, in, integrated within the the autonomous uh, effect of the of the system of the blood uh, to be to be unified, because the, the blood uh, pumps through through the two the two uh, the two empty spaces or the or the the the, the heart pumps as a knot and goes kunk, kunk, and the neurotransmitters are exactly the same as the, the both the the um, the divided hemispheres. But if you if you if you look at this, this will cause a gray matter to go. If you if you receive the message from the heart, then you get gray matter in the developing in between the both the hemispheres, and then the true true intelligence of the mind will watch will watch and listen to um, the the creation of somebody else's input coming through your trachea, and this is this is such a wonderful beautiful thing. Yeah, and then the lower dantian is is anchors the heart. The heart anchors into the lower dantian. And then the lower dantine um, gives access to the, to all the all the chakra systems and arteries on the left and right hand side, and the diverse elements of where they where they are. It's quite quite enormous. It's like a, it's, I've I've seen it and it's very very beautiful. It's like um, uh, like you 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 drop a thousand chopsticks and they're all pointing in different directions. And if you drop a, a tiny bit of water in that may travel to here and then drop from here and travel to there. This is the way the the nadis work. They they light up appropriately for every circumstance and then when you finish with that circumstance uh their enlightenment is then dropped because we don't use it as a as a focus of power but a focus of of um receiving and and sending back the the elements or the or the appropriate um modus operandi for the person to resolve uh, where they're trapped and all of us must be like this for each other eventually and we do it by being teachers of it first yeah. You guys have follow-up questions? Yeah, I was wondering, you mentioned devotion, and I heard you talk about it that before. How does devotion look like? Is it that you're in a practice or discipline, or how, how would you describe devotion for someone? Oh, devotion. Well, devotion for me is, that if I'm going to say something to you about Mark, I give so much love to you and so much love in representing Mark to you. That's devotion. Then when I do my practice, I'm empty. And then my, 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 my devotion is, is then spread into the environment as I, as I expand. And as the environment communicates with me, it never lies to me. It shows me where I am. It shows me uh, all the silky feelings that are, that are open there. So this, this has to be transmitted between uh, every single human being. I mean, that's, that's where the true devotion is, is how you appear in terms of you don't become anybody, you become somebody else. 
if you become someone, you know, you've got work to empty that. But if you become somebody else and you become aware of them, then the then the obstacle of becoming aware of somebody is is your responsibility to either to respond or to watch kindly and lovingly to know that they're not exactly seeing you. And if they can't see you, then then um, if you put them inside you, you watch them uh, with the same devotion that you would watch uh, that you would water a beautiful frangipani tree. Every day, the every day you see the frangipani tree. It's always different. It always drops its leaves. You have to clean up the mess, but it's a beautiful mess. And we have to look at the everybody like a frangipani tree. There's always beautiful messes everywhere. And if you commune with them, it becomes um, quite extraordinary. And the mess that you can't talk to, it's quite extraordinary as well, because if you leave it alone and don't and don't bring in the cerebral thinking mind into it, your heart will 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 explode and you'll realize something you could never have touched upon because you didn't touch upon the negativity, negative thought towards that being. And you just wait very, very patiently and, and a, a beautiful flower opens up for you. And it's totally opposed to what you expected to get. And when, 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 we're, when we're at that stage, life is uh, truly extraordinary. Yeah. But the world will always try to capture us back into, into a negative mode because there are some negative frequencies. But, but hopefully, but surely, this is going to expand and people will become uh, very, very responsible in terms of the, the thoughts I have, the feelings I have uh, are generally me. So if, if we understand this, then we, we, we don't create somebody else inside of who we keep ourselves um, beautifully soft in a state of communion to know that they're just trapped. And when we look back on our own, own lives, I'm sure we can see where we're trapped. Even if we look at our, our parents, we can say, well, oh, we love them so much. I can see where their limitations were. I love them so much because they taught me so much. So much from, from, from that situation to make me realize I'm not going to be an alternate version of that by blame and shame. Just realize that that's all they had, that's all they could do, and we love them for, for everything they've done. And if you ever have children, they'll love your children in a way which you never would have expected because they've grown through their dysfunction and realize that they can be more loving. Grandparents are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's so wonderful on so many levels. <laughs> so it's like when you devote yourself, the world opens up to you in a different way because you operate from a different frequency. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not saying that the challenges won't be hard because when, when, when your heart space opens up, um, there may be an angst to communicate to the people you love desperately. And we've got to follow this lead very, very strongly because if you need to communicate, you 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 sit around a fire and gaze into the fire and burn every residue of doubt and speak to someone with a loving open heart to move upon the future, de determining where all the obstacles are for all of us, not just not just identifying one, but we all we all look into the fire and and I believe that's what fire gazing is all about is to forget yourself and the dancing flames move in, in such a beautiful way that you become mesmerized by that. And there's a lesson in that. 
So even if you gaze at the fire of someone burning from within, if you see the fire that you gaze at at night and you see the fire burning within them that's destroying them, uh, you understand things uh, in a very, very different way. Because you know you can't touch a fire, but you know you can gaze at it. So speak to those you can and observe lovingly those you can't speak to. Yeah, fire gazing. Yeah, um, Luhan, you know, based on what you just said about um, connecting to the universal consciousness and letting the universal consciousness guide you, um, sometimes I kind of look back on, on the past few years of my life and I wonder how I got here because I don't think that my my uh, you know mental mind would have chosen all of these things and got me to this place where I am in my life and so it feels like there was some divine intervention happening um, so is, is there an aspect of us that's always connected to universal mind that we're just not aware of that's slowly guiding us towards our paths or is it something that has to consciously be chosen and participated in Okay, what you went through was necessary to reflect upon um, exactly where you knew you, you really weren't meant to be and you meet people that show you uh, where you've arrived. Because obviously your brother is, is sitting right next to you here, Simba. Your, your beautiful companion as his wife is sitting here as well. So they're embracing you. So it doesn't matter who you were, it's who you are. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, even though you say that, um, you know, the... The, the, the greatest possibility is is to look at someone's doubt within themselves and see that they're, they've got so much potential in terms of their loving essence, just not being nurtured enough to actually come to the surface and, and nourish them yourself and then somebody else around you. We're, we're all, we've all got this inside of us when we're born. We just, we just get led away from it a little bit and then we, 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 we ask ourselves, where is home? And it's always in the embrace of another human being who loves us and we all crave this. We all crave this. This nurturing is the only thing that really matters. And when this nurturing is so complete and you're so confident, you can you can then expand your love into into maybe other other people's dysfunction and help them um, guide them guide them to a to a heart process of of communication and union with another human being. There's nothing more exquisite than this. You know, you get up in the morning. I say you get up in the morning. You you pick from the tree uh, your your papaya. And, and exactly the same same way that this is what we do with each other. We see each other in the morning. Um, do You know, when you pick the, the, the tree was waiting for you to pick that. It knew you were coming. So we've got to be like this as well, is to, is to pick, pick that person up and give them a hug and, and feed them with the nourishment that they need. So the tree at that particular point, as I was talking to you, remember, you picked the papaya off the tree. It was huge. I couldn't believe it. It was huge. And I thought, that tree loves him called him to come and pick it up you know even if you saw it a couple of days before it still called you <laughs> and it nurtures you from wind and that's exactly the same we're all waiting for you to pluck something beautiful inside of us so that you can feed yourself with that love and that communion yeah yeah we're just mobile trees <laughs> <laughs> Could you expand a little bit on the waiting? I feel like that is so present with me. It feels like I'm waiting for something all the time.
in my early period, in the early parts of my life, I would always ask, I need more insights, I need more insights. And then it got to the point where I, I'm I'm getting bombarded on a minute basis. Bang, 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 like this. And I'm going, oh, life is so rich. And then, and I can see it with you. I look back to to three years ago and I see you and I see you now. Look at the look what's in your eyes. It's so beautiful. Everybody, everybody's transcending uh, this this very, very low frequency coming up to a higher frequency because it's really necessary at the moment. I can see it in your eyes, Sarah. So this, so the insight and the love and the and the um you've got like a like a deep well of joy in your eyes, pulling people into into your center. Yeah. And they're going. They're going to see that, and they they'll jump in, and then you'll jump out and communicate. And you know that's uh, what you what you're waiting for has already arrived. I can see it in your face. And but if we all do have to wait, for sure we have to wait. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. But it's interesting mm -hmm. when you say it because I have lately I've felt a little bit of a shift. The waiting mm. is not that strong it's still there a little bit there's something i i feel like there's something that i'm still waiting for but it's less yeah there's yeah let's put it in let's put it another way so uh, i have this experience of well my heart comes so big so uh voluminous and then it kind of goes like this just to show me and then it gets voluminous yeah. and goes like this. So the oscillation is very, very important to, to develop um, a certain amount of stability because you'll have oscillations through through your environment, through other people coming in. And these oscillations teach you uh, to become aware that you're opening and closing um, all the time. And then the opening is a little bit bigger and it goes like this. Still the same, but it gets bigger, goes like this and gets bigger. And then people will see you full of light, but you still feel it's going like this, but it's huge, it's going like this. And you don't notice this. Until it gets to the to the degree that you can't contain your love. Mm. Mr. said to me yesterday, how many times do you say I love you to people every day? I've lost count. You know, so it so it becomes it becomes like this, you know. To the mountaintops, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the people. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether I answered your question, um, Sarah. So, so how are we back into position? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, yeah, you answered my question. It, um, I feel like I'm in the state that you mentioned, where all the information is just coming. I feel like I'm being bombarded with information all the time. So it's it's uh, it feels like I get all this information and. It's like I'm traveling to different places very fast with all this information. And that kind of gives the waiting a little bit of, it's not so present because I feel like things are happening. But um, then I just come back to, yeah, there's nothing I can do, but just be right here and keep on waiting <laughs> and just act on whatever is, approaching me what I have in front of me and even though I want things to go faster it's impossible because I I tried to move the whole universe faster but it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's really I true. realize yeah yes, that's really true yeah but I really tried 
to move it faster, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Simba's face got a lot of color in it at the moment, hasn't it? He's become ruby red and very colorful. Waking up early morning. <laughs> early morning, yeah. So what's the difference, um, like Sarah was saying, waiting, what's the difference between waiting and actually being in your practice? Because when I look at waiting, it's like I expect that I should be somewhere else where I'm at. What's the difference between, I don't know, impatiently waiting and actually being in a devotion and, and allowing something to come to you? How can you tell if you're doing one or another? Well, it's easy. I mean, um, when you're in your practice, you be you become totally devoted to that, and you're 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 not expecting a result, but the result result comes upon you. And and there will always be an oscillation with practice, um, in terms of what uh, what what messages your body gives you in terms of what you're realizing, and you may have to wait for a very very long time for your body to reveal uh, the next element of information that you meant to meant to come upon. You can't really rush that either. Exactly like Sarah said, you can't force anything. But um, yeah, waiting patiently. I mean, I've been I've been waiting all my life for beautiful people like you. So um, going through the trials and tribulations of everybody goes through trials, trials and tribulations, and they have um, they're they're waiting for the for the end result of what they expect in terms of. Uh, the tenderness that they're, they're beckoning towards themselves. And and as you work towards that tenderness and that goal of, of a form of uh, love, in, first it's always a love enlightenment first. Then something else really, really rushes in. So we're all seeking communion in terms of... Um, we're waiting to to discover who we are, but but when we when we destroy the negative, the positive becomes available. You know, and it, that's a positive process to de destroy something that needs to need to move move out. So that's a positive destructive cycle, and that positive destructive cycle um, opens your your wings to to exactly what you what you really need for yourself personally. And you know, if you look at everybody, what do they want in their life? They've got a lot of money. They want love. They want fulfillment. They don't want to be bored. They want to be. They want to be rich inside of their heart. Yeah. In terms of good and bad, um, I mean, I understand the concept of destroying the the lower frequency and, and letting them go, so you can elevate to a higher frequency. Well, at least I think I do. <laughs> but if we look at it as yin and yang, won't we always be needing those to have a balance? Or is that out of context when we look at the yin and yang that we have to have both sides? Okay, okay. Um, you don't have to you don't have to measure yin yang. It will, it will come to you in terms of uh, the frequency which will challenge uh, the tenderness that you've already got available. So even that seems like uh, that's 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 the um, an opposite that you're dealing with, the opposite shows you who you are and how you deal with the opposite uh, frequency that you're, that's moving towards you. Uh, polar opposites, there, there are really no polar opposites when you get to a certain degree, a certain, certain stage. There, everything's, everything encompasses um, 
the negative and the positive can be seen uh, for exactly what they are. But it's very, very important not to not to welcome something into your home that may destroy you. And that's just being wise. Yeah. But if it, but um, but if you do discover it on your journey, you watch it very, very carefully as if you were in your home. And you wouldn't allow someone to break the energy of a house um, in this way. So you, you've got to be very careful with your own internal environment, which is your home. To make sure you don't um, invite it in, you watch it very, very carefully and, and tenderly understand that there's nothing you can really do. So then there's then there's is that a polar opposite or is that or is that the opposite uh, not seeing its counterpart? That's a good question. Yeah. So in terms of um, validation and confirmation, I guess you were saying, if I was hearing it right, it's like you weren't talking about validation, but how do you know where you kind of when the limit goes from? I want someone to, you know, pluck pluck the parts of me or like awake, aliving some parts of me that are that I might have not known myself. Versus I'm craving something and I start to go out of my ways to get it. So I kind of lose myself in, in the process. Okay, so that, so that again another way, because maybe I'm not really understanding what you said. But um, but really anything that anything that you see that, that becomes a, something you become aware of, it becomes a process of who you become because of that. So so the, the measurement of, of who you, what that, what that really means to you in terms of how that can recreate you. Is the challenge to not allow, not allow that to recreate you, to, but to but to to see that the the value of your tenderness is being shifted um, in a way which which makes uh, makes an earthquake, and that earthquake will bring you back to to balance. But when that earthquake occurs, there obviously is a lot of um, self reveal not from the effect on you, not not the other person, but the, um, the effect on you. But if we if we if we visualize the other person when when we when we look at the effect, maybe maybe not. But if we look at the effect and see how we're shifted and then raise our eyes and look at the other person, it's a better way to do it. After you examine the shift and uh, the values that have been put inside, in terms of how they how they challenge uh, your your true modus operandi on the level of your heart to 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 how is this creating uh, something better or destabilizing uh, the better part of you into something lower? Did I understand your your question correctly? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did definitely understand the question correctly. And I was laughing because I was almost seeing like that was almost like you answered a question. <laughs> like you, you took my thought in and then turned it to something else and brought it back to me. That was the visual I was getting as, as you were explaining. We have to talk about this guy behind his back. He's quite incredible, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Free to talk about me, that's okay. 
Yeah, there, there's there's something beautiful about you developing, really. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not the only one calling this out to the universe, Mispus at all. Simba's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you too, Mark. You too, Sarah. But um, she noticed you because she she's she's known you for many, many years. And um, you know, and and then um seeing your the the value of your softness and your your intuitiveness coming to the surface is, is just insanely incredible. And the same with Sarah too. And Marcus Aurelius down there, he's a beautiful guy. <laughs> Good company. That's what I said. Good company. It's uh it's yeah. a journey we do together and and grow together. Yeah, yeah I, I have a question um, based on what you said earlier, Luhan, about how yeah. everyone is really just kind of seeking this richness of the hearts and this fulfillment of human companionship and connection and love. Um, so, so one of the things that we try to do is help people uh, find their purpose in life. So how could you help people find their purpose in life in regard to this fulfillment and cherishment of the heart? Well, when you pick up a child, they can't walk. You you bring it to your chest, your heart center, and you nurture it until it can walk and explore the world with the confidence of your love behind it. So when, when someone comes into your environment, what you're doing is taking that child and and caressing it or holding it towards your heart and and then putting it down and letting it walk on its own accord to to explore the world with with a tender um affection behind it in terms of support i mean that's what we are for each other in in every aspect really yeah yeah i think that's an, a nice visual, visualization to to think about when we work with people to imagine them as children and to hold them and to share that love with them and then you know gently place them back down on the ground to see them walk and move and take action mm. you know this is this is really really quite beautiful because um no matter what everybody's gone through through very very difficult stages in their life so no matter who it is you pick up that part of them and nurture it, hold it, and then give it the freedom to 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 gather its own power to fly by itself. Yeah, we're much more tender than birds because they kick the they kick the little ones out of the nest and go, "Okay, can you fly?" <laughs> Oops, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, <laughs> come back. <laughs> Better luck next time. <laughs> Better luck next time. But but it, but it really is true. I mean. If, if I was to tell you my weaknesses, I'm actually displaying my strengths. If I would tell you um, what, what has injured me deeply, all I'm doing is saying, These are my, this, this has become my strength because of the loving embrace of, of the beautiful people around me to allow me to be that vulnerable. And that doesn't, that doesn't put it someone down, it, it elevates someone. Because the, the alternate version of that particular injury could become something quite devastating and hard to deal with. If if somebody else doesn't nurture and love love what they notice, and and people have been programmed to not to allow people to notice that they want the facade of who they believe they are in comparison to the wound that's behind that facade, and if you can grab that facade and, and give it a, a a little a little 
rock in the cradle and bring it back to its origin and uh, allow the person to cry through their dilemma and then then replace it with the, the caring attention of a, of a person who really loves that weakness because we all have those weaknesses. Yeah. Nobody can say that they haven't gone through anything. Nobody. So in, in this way, we're, we're 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 very unified in terms of in terms of what we're we're breaking thresholds. So human consciousness can can become fully in, in embracing every individual through through uh, an alternate version of communication to receive you and and speak to that reception via our voice. Because we all, we all are like this. We receive the messages very, very deeply inside. As long as we're not there, we'll receive it completely. And if we are there, then we use the discordance um, and change that discordance in terms of being aware of someone as we're growing into a full empath. We give we give the, our discordance to the tenderness and the devotion to somebody else, which, which burns that up. So we need, even if you do have something negative there, someone goes in, it pops on that negativity, you go, okay. Then you give voice through the softness of their dilemma, which destroys uh, what what uh, you possibly uh, couldn't have noticed. But we've done it all the opposite way around. So if we understand to destroy uh, what, what is hard to deal with by giving to somebody else, and as you give, some, give to somebody else, there's... Um, the, the old wound will come out and be loving and tender because you would want someone to love this this particular thing inside of you. So you get love through through the elevation of this particular feeling if someone bumps into something you haven't resolved. And it burns it up very, very well because you become devoted to the other person. As you become devoted to the other person, this is not pinned down anymore. And it goes, whoop, oh, where'd they go? And that's what happens. Was been my experience anyway. Yeah, I mean, for me, and I'm about... sure it is. You, I'm sure it is yours too, actually. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Luhan, thanks for that explanation. Like, I, I feel that for for a long time, I, I looked at the things that happened in my past and and um, you know was upset about those things, but then realizing now that their strengths uh, on my journey has been a really big twist in the way I view myself, you know, towards the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything, everything is is valuable because uh, because everything happened to become valuable. Because what what you've gone through gives you an, an alternate intelligence, in terms of if somebody else goes through the same thing, you'll spot it very quickly. You'll spot the signature and the micro gestures within that because you've left that position because it's no longer viable for you. But somebody thinks it's viable for them, you'll realize it. And you'll see those micro gestures because they used to belong to you. Or you or you may have been aware of what needs to be um, noticed within you because of somebody else's micro gesture. Now, um, Simba said to me, I think yesterday, uh, where did you learn about micro gestures? It's just a something that, that came up in my voice. But um, you you know, these micro gestures become very, very obvious. You be as soon as you the more you empty you become, the more you notice what you don't do anymore. And then even if you don't do the things that you're noticing, you notice them more because 
they're far out of what you would ever do. So those those gestures become very, very obvious. And it's easy to speak to them because they're, they're, they're screaming for to be recognized and to be noticed. So the value of your experience is very rich, not a, not a deficit. It's a very, very beautiful thing you've got going. Yeah, I feel that now. Yeah. What about, um, it feels, so we're talking about the, Mark said that whatever happened to him that he feels like that is now a strength. It Sometimes I get bits of information about trauma almost being like the entry point for the growth of the consciousness how is that it, yeah it feels like there's the trauma is like pushing something that creates an expansion or well it, it's an invitation to an expansion it's like you might not deal with it that way but it for me it feels like it's almost like the beautiful collisions but it's just stronger Yes, yeah, so of course, that's exactly true. There are two ways you can look at it. You can look at it from this perspective, that's exactly true. And you can look at it from this perspective that you're, you no longer uh, associate, associate yourself with that, so the frequency doesn't belong. And if you do express it, you realize after you, you've expressed it, then it's a great journey to realize that, um, that it's of no value through that expression. That's because something, something behind that or something that was there originally um, begins to express its voice. Yeah. And that's the proportion you're talking about, is it, is your purity is already there. We just covered. Uh, I hope I understood you correctly. I think so. But, um, so what I was, what I'm sensing is that the, the imprints of the trauma um, is also an invitation for expansion because it feels like that is the gateway. Without that, there's no, there's no pressure for something to move or for something to shift or for something to expand. I'm not that's sure if I make any sense. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying. That's true. That's absolutely true. If you've got something that needs to be put in, uh, out on the table, and it's it's um you were saying that it may be something that's not functional, yet you find that's not uh, that when you put it out you you then learn from this, so it's as you're learning from this is exactly the same uh, uh, prospect of not becoming the alternate version of, of what's been created inside of you that you didn't really agree with in the beginning, but you're working through it. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So there's something happens to me that I find traumatic. That is, is so there's a shift inside my body. So something happens, something shifts inside my body and that I carry that with me if I don't, if I'm unable to process it when it happens. And then Ooh, it's- Yes, that's- mm, Yeah. That's so that, very, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So then that stays with me and mm -hmm. that, it feels like the fact that it is with me it also, like, if I wouldn't have that, okay, no, 
when okay, I have I understand it, you. Yeah. I understand you completely. I'm exactly yeah. the same. Truly, I'm exactly the same. If somebody comes in into me and I can't talk to it, it'll stay inside of me and ruminate because it needs to be communicated that, uh, that this is inside of me. I need to speak to it from somebody else. That's what you're saying, isn't it? The circumstance isn't resolved, so it stirs inside of you. So the so the modus operandi at that particular point is go to those circumstances to clear uh, what what doesn't belong in your temple. So you're actually cleaning house. Yes, but that will also take me to the next level. Yes, so it's like yes, it's exactly. a, it's an it's a catalyst. So without yes. it, I'm not moving forward in yes, the same way. Yeah, it feels and like that's a, that's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. But that's how it feels like trauma. I mean, trauma might be uh, the bigger impact that happened in the life, but it feels like all of the negativity that we that we experience is what drives us forward. That's or me. Yes, that's exactly happens. true. Yeah. Yeah, something something happens inside the vehicle. The vehicle of your of your evolutionary process grabs on hold of that and speaks to something which shouldn't be in the vehicle. Yeah, what doesn't belong in the vehicle of your chest. So you yeah. so then you you go forward and express it and then clear the field because something's come into the field which needs to which needs to be looked at very very carefully by by one two or three people together. Yeah, and then this clears everything. You're you're exactly right. Mm. That's that's what happens to me too. If something stays inside of my chest, I desperately want to get to the resolve of this particular feeling because it's settled inside of me, and I'm going, "Oh, I I really need to communicate this with the people that I love," um, because something's been deposited. Mm. And if it's deposited, you go to the, you go to the uh, to the to the person in question, and you talk about it and clear it. And that's that's a very very beautiful evolutionary process because it is the frequency which goes into into the open frequency of your of your receiving. And if it tosses and turns in here, then you then you have to give expression to it because it it uh, this you you can't you can't socially you can't socially um, take that and put it into a social position because you don't want to be social anymore. You want to be uh, universal. Yeah. Yeah. Now I understand you. That's exactly what I do too. Mm. So then I'm grateful for what happens because it will move yeah. forward. And that's how I feel with some of the health issues that I haven't resolved yet. Yes. I, I look at them as, okay, there's something that I need to learn. And it might not be connected. So it feels like that the health issue is a vehicle for me to learn something greater than just solving the problem. That's it. And the burden of that, you overcome the burden of that by being somewhere and being devoted to someone else and not devoted to the feeling of the illness. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So then everything Absolutely. that happens, to, it's a, so that means that everything that is negative that happens to me during my life is a vehicle for my expansion and the what I call is like the, the ascension process, but what it yes. really is is to just enhance the connection to unity consciousness. That's absolutely true. You you guys all know that I caught Lyme disease uh, 25 years ago. And for 10 years, we didn't get diagnosed. Now, if I didn't have um, a purpose and I poured my purpose into the circumstance, my illness disappeared. Yep. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. So through the, through the love of communication, whatever was trying to 
uh, uh, rearrange me in, in sorrow, I turned it into into love and understanding. You're yeah. exactly right. I do exactly the same thing. That's how I know that that what happened to me is my vehicle and that is my drive. Because if if I would have solved that problem, I wouldn't have gone any further within that area. So I understand it. that it's all connected and it's like the it's like the hand that drives me forward. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting that it's all to, tied together in a very a way that beautiful sometimes, beautiful way yeah yeah that is a little bit mind bending sometimes yeah that's really true oh, excuse me for a second yeah do you mind if I just ask Misper to turn the heater up because it's freezing yes. cold in here yes, it's, winter. Winter. it's winter baby girl baby girl she's got headphones on she can't hear <laughs> baby girl baby girl can you turn the heater on it's yeah. yeah can you turn the heater up a little bit it's freezing okay she's she's turning the heater on my beautiful wife sorry guys no <laughs> uh, it's so cold in here my nose is running <laughs> so yeah it's, it's totally winter here and i've got only got one layer on silly me but anyway there you go it gives me a chance to talk to my wife and um and and i love you guys for just letting me do that <laughs> of course <laughs> of course I feel so much lighter yeah. after that uh, insight. <laughs> Feels like yeah, it's, uh, it's really really learned something. Yeah, it's really true, mm. and and also to the 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 loving embrace of Simba towards you will will nurture this into a, into its um into its new position of being cared for. Mm. So it's and also Mark being there as well. Mm. It's it's basically very very important for everybody to love and understand exactly who you are because it's, because the illness doesn't really define you yet it defines you completely. Mm. Yeah, so it's a it's a very very interesting affair and when you when you and that's 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 usually a, a very very strong vehicle to something quite tremendous very quick because you have to deal with so much inside of your body and then you then you're you're being a um, a healer as well. Yeah. Yeah. Two very, very strong vehicles. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I yeah. love you. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love you more. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Mark, do you have a question? No, I don't have a question. <laughs> you look like you have a question. That's why I was asking. Uh, okay. I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying this uh, interaction between you and Levan. <laughs> what do you see? What are you noticing? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I just noticed in you, Sarah, that you have had this expansion happening and a, a lot of things have been opening up for you and, you know, questions that you used to have about yourself and the universe are becoming truth and you're trusting yourself and trusting the universe more and because of that, you're um, ex experiencing this like rapid ascension process, and um, it's beautiful to witness and, and be a part of. Cool, thank you. We all we we all are yeah on a rapid vehicle of of ascension. Quite frankly, we all are. Mm -hmm. It's uh, if, if one goes, the the rest um come along. It's there's there's no escape. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. Around here, it's usually yeah. Sarah leading the cart. 
<laughs> but I are like, okay, Sarah, let's get up. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, pull the plow. It says, let's go that direction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any more questions, Simba? No, I really just love this conversation that we had today and transpired and, you know, the openness you were talking about that you were seeing in me, Lua, and it's, you know, it's because of Sarah and Mark and you and all the lovely people I have in my life that, yeah, kind of, kind of really see it more I, I know it but every time I hear it and especially when you say it I see it more and more you know that becomes a you become a result of the environment you're in so I can understand that of calling people in as as family right and it doesn't have to be blood family it's something else and, and then it allows you just to grow so I'm very grateful for all of you I'm grateful for you too. <laughs> A beautiful thing. All right. Is this uh, <laughs> is, is this the end of this of this episode? Does anyone have anything they want to touch upon? Mm, I've got nothing else. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Luhan. Always. This is amazing. Well, thank you guys uh, for for inviting me. Thank you for for being there with your open heart towards me. It's it's exquisite for me. I love you all. Yeah, I, so I, much. I, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry, Sarah. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no i just yeah. when when you said that i, just <laughs> there you go. I yeah. told you <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i met you when i first came in contact with you and i just felt like this is how it's supposed to feel it just felt like coming <laughs> home for the first time ever yeah, was... see i told you <laughs> yeah. I, I love you so much i love I you love so you. much yeah, just... <laughs> oh, dear, you guys are so beautiful. <laughs> oh, dear, so, so I, I had my tissue ready. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I should have known better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for. That, yeah, that that is, you know, the I know we're going to end, and I've just opened up again, but yeah, that's but fine. the thing is that the, the tears um, are basically opening up uh, a spot which which the tenderness touches touches upon in terms of appreciation. Yeah, this is just is just so wonderful, and the reason why we can't talk is because we've gone forth, <laughs> yeah. and the communion is there. And I hope people can can really realize that this communion is is so beautiful and so strong. And it, this is our our planetary home. We've just forgotten about this. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really, mm. really is. Yeah, our water planet. Yeah, not Earth. Yeah, see, our water planet. <laughs> water planet. Hmm. That's interesting.
Thank you so much. Oh, I love you guys so much. I love you. Until next time, have a beautiful day, everyone. And I'll see you soon. Love you so much, guys. Love you, love you, love you. Love you, love you, love you, love you. Love you more. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. And please send us a DM for any questions, inquiries, or consultations. Please follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. And please visit our website, livingwiththespirit.com, to read more about us and what we do. And remember, freedom and purpose is your birthright. Lots of love. <laughs>